Well, hello and welcome to Bernice for Life, the only podcast where we provide you the resources to learn bandage. And today in our podcast, we have Simu with us again. How are you doing tonight, Simu? Hey, good. Thanks for having me again. In the show tonight, we're going to be talking about some words that are often confused together. This was brought up by another expat in the city of Bern. We're going to talk about advertisements and infograms in dialect. So particularly the ones that are on Bernmobil. 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 So, uh, so welcome to this podcast and we're excited to have you with us. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is a post that is on a, a Facebook group that I'm a part of. And in the post, one of the uh, users writes that um, bad and douche is a manicure, he says. But I still don't understand the difference in the pronunciation between, for example, swap and showers, then also little mouse and cereal after three years. Is it just me? He asks. <laughs> no, Michael, it's, it's not just you. Uh, you. We are in this together as we learn bad and douche. So we're going to talk about this particular challenge of pronunciation. So, Simu, uh, how, what, what is Michael talking about here? What, uh, how would you say like swap or trade in dialect, in Mundart? Douche. Swap is douche. And, and what is to like shower, to take a shower? This would be douche. So it's douche versus douche. Douche, douche. Okay. That is definitely a significant challenge right there. But I, li I like to give this example. Uh, when I lived in Turkey and was learning Turkish, there was, uh, Turkish has a, a, a vowel, or rather a consonant, the yumuşak ge, or a soft G that basically elongates vowels, yeah. that makes the vowel stretch yeah. out. So uh, and this is a challenge uh, with making a doctor's appointment. Let's say you wanted to get your eyes checked. So in Turkey, you often go to the hospital for something like this. So if you're a new speaker of Turkish, and you have to do this maybe on the phone or maybe yeah. you go in person and you ask, um, can be a little bit challenging. So the word for I is goes. And the word for breast is goes. Okay. okay. <laughs> so if you're trying to make an appointment, you could end up in the wrong doctor's yeah, office yeah, yeah. by booking, you know, accidentally booking the wrong appointment yeah, by yeah. stretching a vowel like this. So uh, this is this is very much a similar situation, I think, with these two words, where douche. Did I say that? How's that? For mm -hmm. douche, for, trade. for swap. Douche. Yeah. So it's very much holding the u vowel. Yeah. A little exactly. longer. Yeah. Kind of double time. Yeah. Right. And then we have shower, which is douche. Douche. Yeah, you put Douche. the emphasis more on the S-C-H. Douche. Oh, that's another, that's another factor yeah. in this too. Yeah. Douche. Douche. Versus, say the other one one more time. Douche. Douche. Douche is trading. Yeah. 
Dusche is showering. Yeah. So in the in trade, the emphasis is also on the first half of the word, right? And the vowel yeah. elongated, yeah. stretched, and then it's the opposite in the other. With the dusche. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing too, at least in the way that you wrote it in dialect, is um, is that you wrote trade with a T. Right. Yeah. So this is a this is a really uh, actually probably a big challenge in pronunciation. Yeah. Is distinguishing the D versus a T, T sound. Yeah. It's uh, just so slightly, but you can exactly. still hear it. It's the, so. Or, can you say you the can, difference between those uh, two? Just the first letter. Douche. 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 Du. Du versus du. 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 I don't know if I'll yeah. be able to nail that particular one. I think in English it's maybe distinguished a little more with a, a stronger t sound. Versus a d sound. In the difference is much much bigger in, in English. In English, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Dusche, 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 dusche. Maybe the t is almost a little sharper too. In du, uh, for du, the first one, yeah, it's a little sharper. Yeah, dusche, dusche. What's another example of some words that start with t? Here's the challenge on the spot challenge. Outside. Dusse. Dusse. That's a soft D. T would be as T. T. Dusse. T. Dusse. So it does sound like the T has a little bit more of a punch to it. Yeah. It's right. a little bit sharper, more emphasis. A little more yeah. air in it, maybe. Yeah. And the, and the D sounds, at least with these few examples, yeah. it's a little bit softer. So one thing to do um, in learning uh, the pronunciation of consonants, and one thing that I will do as a result of this particular challenge, is actually to make a sound contrast drill. Okay. So I don't think we'll have time to do it in this podcast, but we'll do it on an upcoming podcast as something that I will need to work on. And what you do with the sound contrast drill is you basically take a list of words that's starting with the same letter, preferably if it can be followed by a similar vowel, and then you basically train your brain to listen to that sound and distinguish it okay. from, yeah. from the other sound. So mm. there's, a, there's a drill that we can do to create this. So uh, to be, uh, yeah, to be, what's the word? I'm losing my train of thought. To be to be continued? No, <laughs> something like this. Coming soon. Coming soon. soon. There we go. Thank you. Your English is better than mine. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so coming soon for a, a sound drill. And uh, in doing a sound drill here, there's there could almost be um, definitely you would have two sound contrast drills that you could do. First one would be with the beginning consonant that sound very similar, mm -hmm. the T and the D. The second is that stretched vowel. Okay. And so it would be helpful to create a sound drill for the, that specific vowel sound, that stretched U sound versus that shorter U yeah. sound. And uh, being able to distinguish those listening. Because until you can really pick those out listening, you're not going to say them correctly. Yeah. So that's a major challenge for language learners. First, 
hearing that sound correctly, yeah, sense. then after you hear it correctly, you can produce it. Yeah. So that's a, that's, that's the way to tackle at least those two sounds. The second thing that seems to come up from what you said is the, is the emphasis. Now emphasis can, can definitely change in a sentence, right? If you're throwing these words in a sentence, that's probably a little bit trickier um, because the emphasis of the sentence can change even the emphasis that you put maybe on that word. Yeah. So that's maybe a little bit of a trickier issue to, to iron out. But at least when you're saying the word as a solo, as an individual word, that's something that does set these two things apart. Yeah. yeah. Though you should, after hearing this, you should have no problems pronouncing these words correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Definitely it will take some practice and intentional practice of doing a sound contrast drill and then also um, yeah, practice listening and then practice speaking these sounds. So not, not an easy challenge, but these are the challenges in learning a language. So the next one's also a funny one. So uh, Michael mentioned little mouse versus cereal. Yeah. A little mouse is a muesli and cereal is muesli. Muesli, muesli. This is a perfect example of a, like a sound contrast again, because uh, the little mouse is, at least if you see in the podcast notes, you'll see the spelling of these words we're talking about, but uh, is spelt, at least in the way that Simu has spelt it, is M-U with umlauts, S-L-I. So that is the little mouse. Yeah. However, the way that he has spelt cereal in this uh, context is M-U with umlauts, E-S-L-I. So we've got that E inserted into, into our word here. And that, that, of course, has a significant impact in the pronunciation, but... You get for breakfast. In what you get for breakfast. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Michael, have you had this challenge or anybody else had this challenge? <laughs> oh, man. Your cat is going to bring you breakfast next time or something. But this is a, a perfect example of not just the vowel sound, but if, if somebody's speaking fast um, or if your ear is not trained to listen to it, then that E can either be misheard uh, or um, yeah, just in speaking these things, it's the making sure that we're saying all the sounds in the word. Yeah, yeah. and um, at least with muesli, uh, Right. You can you can rate me on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> yeah, that was a solid nine. <laughs> okay, not so bad. Not so bad. There's room for improvement always. So, nine's a good number. Muesli, uh, yeah, and making sure to nail that e. So one of the ways to do a sound contrast drill in this situation is to find other words where you've got, especially if you can find a u with umlauts followed by an e. So we can we can also make a sound contrast drill for these specific sounds. Uh, so that you can train your brain to hear that change from u to eh, ah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So um, offhand, can you think of any other words that have a, a kind of a sound? It's kind of a tough question, but that's a, a, a worker. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bützer. That's a very, that's a very Bernese word. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It's good for sound contrast to drill then. So there's a, a town near Thun called Spietz. So this is a different situation, but there are two vowels. But I was saying uh, something like Spitz or something like yeah. this. But that's, that's not how it's said. That's, no, and it means something <laughs> totally different. Oh, does it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it means. It, yeah. Let's discuss this, uh, discuss this offline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're keeping yeah, this family spiet, friendly. Spiet, e, uh, I E with the yeah, yeah, yeah I E yeah S P I E yeah that yeah. So um, yeah, so th- there's a, another example where uh, I th- in the way that I actually was corrected was just hearing somebody else say it and yeah, just listening yeah. to how they pronounced yeah. it. So it was very much intentionality in listening to something new yeah and uh that's probably one of the biggest challenges in language learning is that you can't be lazy when it comes to yeah. the task yeah you know when when i'm in conversation with somebody i'm listening very carefully to what they're saying how they're saying something yeah yeah so that that's how i caught that one but i probably said that one wrong for i don't know how long yeah, yeah. before uh before i was there visiting and uh, I heard people. Heard someone else. I heard somebody it. else say okay. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was even on the train where I heard yeah. the announcement, and they said it that I way. Actually, I remember I've been on this train yeah. once. It's several years back. Yeah. And actually, the train conductor. Yeah. When he was uh, saying, yeah, uh, the, the next stop. Yeah. He was saying, "Tun spitz spitz." Oh, really? Yeah, he was saying it. Especially for all the foreign really? the Chinese people. Oh. Yeah. Just just making fun of them or just <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. So that's a I mean this is a perfect example. Yeah. yeah. So those are those are some uh words that are often confused. And at least uh those are really good examples that Michael gave. Uh thanks, Michael. Hope you uh don't mind me sharing these and uh um, if, if, if anybody has any other suggestions, I'd love to hear from you. You can definitely write us on anchor.fm slash learn Bernese and send us a voice message that way or on Twitter at acquire for life is the name of the handle. So you can fire us off something that way as well. We'd ha- be happy to tackle more of these uh, particular challenges. Hey, before continuing with today's episode, I wanted to take a quick second to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is a totally free podcasting platform that allows you to make recordings on your phone, iPad, or computer, and to edit that audio on either of those devices as well. I love Anchor because it allows me to record audio wherever I am with a language helper, and then effortlessly connects this podcast to every place where podcasts can be found. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to today's episode. So the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, infographics, information on public transit, or at least in the city of, of Bern. It is, uh, as a language learner, one of the things that I've done in the past to rely, or one of the things that I've relied on in the past to learn are things like public announcements on public transit, um, reading signs, um, 
listening to people um, and uh, yeah, reading newspapers or another thing, mm-hmm. TV, all of these resources, just all these areas of life where you are exposed to the culture are all really crucial for building one's a proficiency, not only in language, but in culture learning as well. And in Bern, this is a really big challenge, actually. Uh, Simu, do you know of a newspaper that's written in dialect? No, that was, I was just about to ask yes. you. Yes, and I, I, yeah. if there is one, I would love to hear yeah. about it. Yeah, there is no, there is no newspaper right. in Bandage. Yeah, so everything's written yeah. in, in high German. But this is, this is a big challenge in the city. I would rely on public announcements like on a train or a bus or a tram. And here, I mean, pretty much everything is said um, in high German. So yeah. this is uh, not an avenue, an easy avenue to learn. Yeah. Um, the other challenge is on TV is that there are so few things actually in dialect, sadly. SRF uh, has some things that are in Mundart, but... Um, they very, have a lot very of few things. In Mundart, they do, but not very much in Badenduch. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're just, yeah, it depends on the the person. Person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, but you know what? I am so thankful for uh, Badenmobile because they have some advertisements in dialect, mm-hmm. and actually Migro and maybe Kop also have mm-hmm. some um, advertisements mm-hmm. in dialect as well now and then. Uh, but tonight we are going to talk about uh, Badmobile because on the train, I started taking pictures of the advertisements mm-hmm. that are hanging on the tram. So we're going to talk about one of those and then we've come across another one on the website that's also in dialect. So a big shout out to Badmobile. Pre- please bring these on and maybe we can get your website translated into Mundart as well. That would, um, that would be awesome. The advertisement I saw um, is, uh, actually, I think I can understand almost all of it. So here is, here's what it is, Simo. This sentence at the bottom. Ah. Du bist spät dran, wir geben dir Ausrede. Yeah. If you are running too late, Late, we will give you an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Which means you can play, blame us for it. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, that's, that's definitely very clever. Uh, yeah, that's very clever. Yeah. clever. I, I just saw that the other day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it also uh, caught my attention. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. So uh, yeah, I, I understood uh, actually everything except the last, the last, the verb actually at the end. Us, usred. Excuse. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't know that word. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's definitely really cool. So let's walk through a little bit about the um, little bit of the vocabulary and the grammar just briefly. So we'll we'll do the first part up to the comma. So the text for this, by the way, will be in the description for the podcast. So take a peek in the description for what this sentence is. So it begins with, uh, maybe you can read it, the, up to the comma. Mm-hmm. Du bist spät dran. So, du is you. Bist is R. R. 
you are. And this, then we have this, that Z and then spat. Yeah. Yeah. That's two words. Yes. Spat. Spat. Too late. Too late. Mm -hmm. Mm. You are too late. Dranne. On it. (laughs) (laughs) You're too late on it. Oh, okay. So I didn't understand this word either then. Dranne. On, on it. That's what it means. Like kind of, uh, uh, is it like a direction, like on top of something? No, no, no. It, it means it's more a condition you're in. Um, if you have no money, okay. then it's like, du bist arm, poor, dranne. Dranne, the condition you're in. Yeah. Do you give me some more examples? Du bist arm dranne, du bist blöd dranne. You're in a, in a bad situation. You want to get out, but you can't. Then it's du bist blöd dranne. Dranne. Mm-hmm. You'd also use it in a context. Now it's your turn. It's huh. bist du dranne. Okay. Okay, who's next? Mm-hmm. Du bist dranne. Oh, okay. It's it's on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, In Hochdeutsch, is is it similar as dran? Du bist dran? Du du bist? Mm -hmm. Dran? Ja, genau. Eigentlich, du bist dran. Ja, genau. Es ist dran auf Hochdeutsch. Okay. Genau. Okay. You wouldn't say, du bist arm dran. <laughs> you wouldn't say that in, uh, in high German. So. Okay. And then um, any idea, because I actually don't know, because this is the first time I'm looking at mm-hmm. this, um, but we have this E at the end of this word. Dranne. Dranne. Yeah. Most of the times in Bandage, you say the E as an A. Right. There's also some Bernese people, they would write it with a uh, with yeah, with umlauts. With the umlauts, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So you are too late. I don't know how to translate this last word. Uh, you're late on it. Or yeah, I mean it, if yeah. you say just du bist spät, yeah. then it's already over. You're you're late there. You, you can't change it. Oh. When you're dranne, du bist spät yeah. dranne. Uh-huh. There it might it like be now. still a possible way when you can catch up. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. You're still in the pr- process, process of it. It's still active. Still active. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. At least it gives me, um, mm-hmm. even though I don't know exactly how to translate that, it's actually more important to understand the meaning. That's yes, and for it, me, and that's it, key. Um, and it describes the situation you're in just right now. Yeah. It's the dranne. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the second part of this is Mir gebe dir ausred. Mir gebe dir ausred. So, mir is, I can, I can dissect this, I'll try. We oui. oh, Is mm-hmm. we. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's we, uh, we in. 
only Badenduch or do other Swiss dialects maybe use this too? Mir. The Mir. Yeah. Yeah. Other dialects. Okay. Okay. Um, and then Gabe is give. Hmm? Uh, so we give, and this verb here with the E uh, is also, what is it? First person plural. And then dud e usred. So mm-hmm. dud. What's, uh, what is any idea what this dud is? You, dir. Dir, but it's mm-hmm. shortened, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a short w- version of dir. Dir, yeah. And then we have this e. Uh. Uh. Just, it's the, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so there's no, uh, there's no direct way to translate that eh. It's kind of like a filler word, or is there a way to translate that? Give you an excuse. Oh, uh, an. Uh, an, 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 oh, okay. an is uh-huh. the, the, the English. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, and then us, usred. Usred? Usred. Usred. Yes. Usred. Here again, we have that D sound coming up. That soft. Usred. 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 Yeah, my vowel is yes, off. Yeah. So uh, once again, can you translate the whole thing? Du bist spät dran. Wir geben dir Usred. You're running too late. We give you an excuse. That's good. Or we provide for an excuse. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we'll do we'll do one more of these, and this is on the Badmobil website. Yeah, there it says, "Du wirst ins Grüne, wir fahren die im Rote." That's very clever as well. Um, du wirst ins Grüne means you want to get outside of the city to the to the into the nature. Mm-hmm. It's Grüne, Grüne. That's a color, green. Mm-hmm. Nature is green. Mir fahre de im Rote. We will get we will get you there in the red, mm-hmm. which is all the the trams and buses from Badmobile are red. Yeah, it's very clever. Yeah. That's good plan words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely good. Okay, so we have du wo wosch wosch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, what does uh, what does this mean? Vosh, vosh, like you like wish? Yeah, yeah, you like. Yeah, okay. does or it, you want to? Want to? Okay, yeah, I want to. Could you say um, vosh du wasser trinke? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay, vosh du? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and then we have this uh, after du vosh. We have Ids. So this looks like a combination of words here. This ids. Mm-hmm. Like maybe in das or something. Into the. Into the. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So into the green. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, this is a great example again of the U with umlauts followed by a vowel. Grüene. Mm-hmm. Grüene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another example. Mm-hmm. And then mir fahre im rote. Hmm? We drive 
Uh, so this is interesting. D. We have this D here. U. D. U. Is this kind of like, this is not D, like the other example that we had where it was D and then with an R, right? It's the same, actually. It's D the same, but it, this is, I guess, a case here. Um, um, a fall? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is um, going back um, to grammar school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you ready for this? <laughs> it's like, I, believe, I believe that's what's going on here. Um, because this is in the red, right? Is this in the red? Mm -hmm. In the, yeah. Wir fahren die im Roten. Also im Roten, in yeah. the red. In the red, yeah. 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 Im Roten. yeah. yeah. So you want to uh, go to the green? Is that how the first mm -hmm. sentence would go? Mm -hmm. The go to? Not the green in the English sense. The green yes. is the, the golf yeah, the green. court, right? <laughs> right. With sure. The, yeah, but just, yeah. Yeah. So, want to is it go into? How would you? How would you go to the green? Go to the green. Go to the green. Yeah, or yeah. And this is actually the it. Yeah, means in 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 the green. Yeah, used to in. Yeah, more precise. In okay, that's we're we're about precision here when we can. So, in the green, and then we drive you in red. In the red. In the red. Mm -hmm. In the red. Well done, Ben Mobile. Yes. <laughs> well, that's great. Those are, these are some things uh, I really love to continue talking about. So if, uh, if you see some of these advertisements and send them to us, like I said, on Twitter at Bar for Life, or if you contact us at anchor.fm slash learn Bernice, we would love to hear some more see and hear of some more examples that we could talk about because it's it's really helpful to see these particular advertisements because when you go outside you'll you'll see it on a regular basis mm -hmm. it sort of reminds you of mm -hmm. oh i know what that means i can read it yeah. and it's also encouraging mm -hmm. you know when i can read something and understand it mm -hmm. it really does build yeah. my confidence in the language yeah, sure. and it makes me feel like oh i can kind of live here yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can uh you know read things around me understand basic things you know as uh as i really want to do so as an adult so yeah yeah well thank you so much for your time today simu i really appreciate it and uh look forward to having more discussions with you about bad and douche yeah sure you're always welcome thanks so we would love to hear from you please do like this podcast or wherever you're listening to it and we'd love to hear from you so please do drop us a line on twitter at acquire for life or anchor.fm slash learn bernice and until next time keep learning bernice